It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sources. Inside Sources, Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. And as promised, uh, very excited to have join us today Jessica Tarlov. Uh, Jesse is a uh, uh, excuse me, she's the head of uh, research at Bustle Digital Group and a Fox News contributor. She earned her Ph.D. at the London School of Economics in political science. She knows her stuff, and she uh, wrote a very fascinating piece in Real Clear Politics over the weekend that I wanted to uh, ask her about. Jesse, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Great to be here. All right. So uh, in New York here, <laughs> remotely with you. Uh, it's always it's always good to get that you know East Coast uh, look here, and uh, although it was nice to have you out west last week, uh, out for uh, a few meetings there in Las Vegas, so that's a good thing as well. Uh, but you yeah. wrote a you wrote a great piece over the weekend uh, talking about really uh, not just to the Democrats, to the Republicans as well, but to your your Democratic colleagues in particular uh, in terms of what they ought to be focused on rolling into this new week. Tell us about that. Yeah. So. There's been all this discussion about what impeachment means for the election, and I was taking a look at the data of what Democratic voters are interested in, what they're paying attention to, their top issues, and it remains health care. Impeachment kind of never cracks the top five, actually. Um, so I wanted to write something about where Democrats are going on their health care messaging, but also the rich precedent that portends that Democrats are going to do well in 2020 because they are focusing on health care. Um, I, I know the right-wing media machine is very powerful and very good at messaging certain things like do-nothing Democrats, and they haven't been getting anything done. But there are a huge amount of bills specifically focused on health care that Democrats have passed most notably the lowering prescription drug pricing bill uh, that Pelosi got through a couple weeks ago. And I just wanted to take some time to focus on these things to not only amplify the Democrats' message, but to draw attention to the fact that Republicans are still ignoring this really at their own electoral peril. Oh, I think that's so important. So I want to, I want to break down two parts of that real quick. Uh, one, the fact that it, uh, that impeachment, which many uh, Democratic strategists, and I use that term strategist loosely because sometimes I think uh, all the political strategists should just be locked up somewhere for malpractice. Uh, but this uh, this incessant beat on the we got to get the impeachment stuff, we got to focus on that. You you say it never cracks the top five uh, in terms of real issue. You also talked about some of the real critical swing districts uh, for Democrats and how the Affordable Care Act and tweaking that as opposed to, uh, you know, going to the single payer might be the better strategy. Yeah, absolutely. You're seeing that right now with what's going on with Joe Biden's candidacy. So Biden and Klobuchar, who are the main centrist candidates now left in the race, have really been all about fixing Obamacare and saying we need to build on the precedent that we have here. And Obamacare now enjoys over 45% approval. And if you remember back in 
the start of the second term, Obama's second term, Obamacare was way underwater, right? No one knew how this was going to work. The exchanges were terrible. And then people started to appreciate the fact that they had health care. And when you look at what's coming in from the other side, even uh, President Trump tweeting this morning that he was the one that's protecting pre-existing conditions when you know as well as I do that all of the Republican bills have actually done away with protections for pre-existing conditions, Americans are a lot smarter than Republicans think, and they're paying attention to that and are thankful for at least having a plan. Now, they want a better plan, and there are these little fixes that we can do to that. But the single-payer bills poll very poorly across the general electorate. So in these very liberal districts, like where Bernie Sanders comes from, or when you have AOC, or Rashida Tlaib, or Ilhan Omar, um, Jaipal, their base is into that, and that's right. fine for this little pocket. But if you're trying to win a national election, the messaging has to be about improving on the gains that we've already made under the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, and I think that's so. Uh, it's it's so fascinating just to see where the uh, the consulting class tries to push a lot of these numbers and and get their uh, their candidates focused without really uh, doing the drill down. I, I did want to get uh, for just a second, uh, Jesse, to. Uh, what you mentioned earlier in terms of the drug prices and some of the bills there, uh, we know the House passed uh, several of those along the way. And, of course, like most pieces of legislation, they're sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk gathering uh, dust. Uh, what what happens there, and is that going to be part of the messaging strategy for Democrats moving forward? Yeah, it's definitely going to be. There are a few new groups that are popping up that are only focused on health care. Protect Our Care was the most famous one in 2018. Um, and there are new groups coming that are buying ad campaigns um, all over the country, run by not-for-profits and some super PACs. And they're going to be really going hard about the prescription drug pricing issue and also transparency in the health care system. So that's a way that centrists are weaving in the message that has been so successful for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren about going after pharma. Mm -hmm. So the idea is, like, it's patients over pharma is kind of the the baseline mood, I would say, of these campaigns. And they really want to draw the juxtaposition between what Democrats are doing and how they're putting patients' issues first versus Republicans that are sticking on the side of big pharma, especially when it comes to prescription drug pricing and not taking generics, for instance, um, or working with Canada better in terms of bringing in prescription medicine from north of the border. Okay. And a couple, just a final couple minutes here. I wanted to get your take rolling into Iowa, particularly the debate tomorrow. If you're just joining us, we have Mm -hmm. Jesse Tarlov. Uh, She's the head of Research at Bustle Digital Group, a Fox News contributor, uh, and one of the smartest people when it comes to the numbers that I know. So I trust where where Jesse's taking us. Uh, so as they get into the debate tomorrow, obviously things have changed since the last debate. We've only got six contestants on the stage. Cory Booker drops out today. Uh, yeah. we, we have an impeachment, and uh, those articles are likely to be carried across the building ceremoniously tomorrow. Uh, plus, we've got a little action going on in Iran. How does that change the debate tomorrow? Uh, and do you think they will able be able to have the discipline to get back to what you say is really the most important issue of health care? So I think it'll be great to only have six people on stage. Obviously, I don't think Tom Steyer is much of a long-term factor in all of this, but he has paid his way onto the stage, and he has every right to be there. Um, I think healthcare will feature prominently because the moderators know to ask about it. I think foreign policy will be a much bigger deal, which it has been sorely missing, in my view, from the previous debates. 
And it'll be interesting to see Bernie Sanders going at Joe Biden about the Iraq war. And he's really been painting himself as the anti-war candidate of this crop. Um, I think that the people who are still there are there because they've been smart right, about what they're running their campaigns on. So they know that they have to talk about health care and that they have to share personal stories when it comes to health care. The personalization of campaigns, I think, is something that's so important. You know, those moments in ads where you're connecting to a constituent or someone comes up to you and says, I suffered from this. I know you went through it. I think uh, Joe Biden and his stutter is one of the best examples of that. Yes. So I think you have a bunch of smart candidates up there who know where their bread is buttered and that healthcare really matters. They're going to have to find a way to talk about the economy in a smart way that doesn't diss what's the gains that the American public has made, but talks about a forward-looking vision, like this is what we can do better, right, to build Mm -hmm. on the gains from Obama through the Trump administration and moving forward. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if there were a good number of shout-outs for all the bills that are coming through the House and then just sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk when it comes to health care that he refuses to bring to the floor. Fantastic. Great insight, as always. Uh, Jesse Tarlow, I appreciate you being with us on Inside Sources today. If you happen to miss any of Jesse's uh, comments today, make sure you go to the KSL News Radio app, uh, sponsored by Any Hour Services. You can listen to that in its entirety. Great stuff. Uh, Jesse, thanks again for joining us today. Appreciate your insight. Thank you for having me. All right. Again, that's uh, Jesse Tarlov. Uh, great, great stuff there. Always by the numbers. Uh, always a really good. She gives me a, a great view into what the center left is looking like uh, around the country. And I really appreciate that perspective. All right. We'll go ahead and step aside for a final break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about your New Year's resolutions and maybe some political help to help you achieve those in 2020. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We'll be right back.